You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here for the Locked On Nationals podcast here on this Wednesday, December 9th. 2020. Today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com right now. Use a promo code Locked On. That's L O C K E D O N. Locked On for 20% off on your next order. Fun show planned today. We've got a whole lot of news uh, when it comes to baseball. The stove is finally heating up. There are free agency rumors. There are trades. There are signings. A whole lot going on. Nothing really Nationals specific right now. But there is a whole lot going on, and we'll get to that uh, on the show today. All right, let's get to it here on the Locked On Nationals podcast. So a couple pieces of news here. First off, let's go with a former national. Adam Eaton has agreed to a one-year deal with the Chicago White Sox. This, according to ESPN, according to ESPN's Jeff Passan, um, it is a one-year deal, $7 million. It's got a club option for $8.5 million. Eden is expected today, expected to be the everyday right fielder for the White Sox. The deal was first reported by NBC Sports Chicago. The White Sox considered free agents Michael Brantley, Jock Peterson, before agreeing to a deal with Eden, who was 32 years old. He uh, was obviously bought out for $1.5 million by the Nats this offseason. Struggled at the plate, just hitting 226, four home runs, 17 RBI. Eden batted 320 in the 2019 World Series for the Nats, hitting two homers with six RBIs. And wash uh, to help Washington win its first title. Overall, four seasons in D.C. Eaton hit 279 with 26 home runs, 112 RBI after being acquired in 2016 trade. That sent now White Sox ace Lucas Giolito to Chicago. Uh, they also acquired Ronaldo Lopez and Dane Dunning in the deal. All right, so uh, and also the White Sox made another deal. Um, they traded Dunning on Tuesday in a deal that to, uh, to help them acquire Lance Lynn. From the Texas Rangers. So a very busy last week or so for the Chicago White Sox here in the 2020 offseason. Uh, this now we are officially saying goodbye to Adam Eaton after his time in D.C. And we've done several iterations of this over time. But I had talked about Adam Eaton being a potential guy at the Nationals, maybe talked to a few people. Things didn't go their way in the free agency market, trying to get somebody to fill that outfield spot. And maybe they go back to Adam Eaton on a one-year deal. Uh, it was not to be. The Nats obviously still in the market right now for some help, for some protection, for Juan Soto. Uh, but it's not going to come, or at least, you know, Eaton wasn't going to really be that. But um, Adam Eaton's not going to be back uh, with the Washington Nationals. Obviously, you know, I think it would have been um, nice if they got him back on a short-term deal if things, you know, they spent money elsewhere, but not to be, not to be. Adam Eaton is moving on. Another piece of news that we got this morning, I feel like I've been doing this, you know, we've been reading this uh, a million times, but Francisco Lindor's time with the Cleveland Indians appears to be as uh, as you know, coming to an end here pretty soon. This is an article that says Francisco Lindor, trade rumors, Indians ready to aggressively listen to offers. It's from Adam Wells from Bleach Report. It is today. Before I get into this, guys, let's just say this. The, the Indians have been aggressively shopping uh, Francisco Lindor. 
This is not news. This is, and this is the problem I have with the free agency cycle and, and the offseason MLB. It's the same article 25 times. Yes, maybe they're being a bit more aggressive now, but word has been on the street for, what, a calendar year now that Lindor might be on the chopping block with the Indians, and now they're starting to make some aggressive moves. Uh, they're taking some aggressive looks at trying to move him at this time. Uh, specifically, right now, per ESPN's Buster Only, the Indians, quote-unquote, by all counts, are ready to aggressively listen to trade offers, <laughs> trade offers for their all-star shortstop. It's not a surprise that Lindor seems to be likely traded before the start of next season. Cleveland has spent the first two months of the offseason uh, in cost-cutting mode. The Indians declined team options for Carlos Santana, Brad Hand, Domingo Santana. Ken Rosenthal of The Athletic reported last week that the team might be eager to move Carlos Carrasco, who has two years and $24 million remaining on his contract, with a $14 million vesting option for 2023. Lindor is projected to be the Cleveland to be Cleveland's highest paid player in 2021. Uh, Tim Dirks of MLB Trade Rumors estimated that the 27-year-old 20, will earn $21.5 million in his final season of arbitration. Few players have been mentioned in a trade in trade rumors as often as Lindor over the past two years. The Los Angeles Dodgers had interest in the two-time Gold Glover winner last season, per Bob Nightingale. Um, with Cleveland seemingly resigned to moving its franchise player, there would be uh, there would figure to be many suitors to make calls on Lindor. He's an elite defensive shortstop who has uh, 285, 346, and 488 in his career. That's a slash line. And he, uh, he's hit at least 32 home runs in three consecutive seasons from 2017 until 2019. So, yeah, Francisco Lindor makes a lot of sense for him to be moved. Uh, and that is a conversation that's happening right now. Obviously, the Washington Nationals are not one of the teams that we figure to be involved um, in the Francisco Lindor sweepstakes, and that would make a lot of sense. One team that we do know is always going to be involved in this are the New York Mets right now, who just keep seeming to sign uh, uh, relief pitching. That really seems to be what they're going for. But, yeah, at this point in time, um, you know, I, I think we've known that this is going to be coming to a head, and I think that the hope is they're going to accelerate this process and hopefully they find a home for Lindor here pretty soon so we can get some news on that and maybe some more movement in the offseason here. But, you know, Francisco Lindor, it feels like he's been on the chopping block. Now it seems to this report that, hey, it's go time for Cleveland. It's time to make some moves. It's time to cut these costs. And, uh, they, you know, they've clearly been in cost-cutting mode. And look, you know, there's a certain way Cleveland's run their franchise that they've, been, they've done a good job, really, of, of bringing guys along and being able to kind of sell on them, right? I mean, they sold on Mike Clevenger. Um, you know, they're going to sell right now on Francisco Lindor. And they seem to be able to restock the farm and compete at a, at a reasonable level, right? Uh, maybe not, you know, going all the way. The last time they did, obviously, was against the Cubs. But uh, they are they competed at a reasonable, the reasonable level this past season. So there's no reason to think that they might not be able to, you know, be competitive, especially division where all the teams aren't necessarily up yet. Um, Tigers were a bit better this year, and, you know, White Sox are better this year. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see where they go from here and, and who ends up getting, uh, you know, a player like him, right? I mean, so many people are wondering where Francisco Lindor makes sense to go and a lot of teams, I believe will be in the market for him, but really in the market for him, who has the capital to make the trade? I mean, 
I, I do think that Cleveland is diminishing his value by being so eager to trade him, right? They're showing that, oh, we have to cut costs. We have to get rid of Francisco Lindor. And I think by doing that, they're really harming the market for Lindor. So overall, I'm not sure how, po- I'm not sure how positive this outcome is going to be for Cleveland. Uh, I feel like there could be, you know, relatively speaking for Lindor's quality, somewhat of a bargain out there because of the desperation that Cleveland is showing to move him. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, more news and notes from MLB from the MLB offseason. Today's Locked On Nationals podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting, best for you sports performance bar in the game today. They've got 18 flavors. They've got the 12 original flavors, six with nut, six without nut. Those are some of my favorites, but they do have a bunch of holiday flavors that you guys should check out. The six new flavors are caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry bar, chia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Those 12 original, coconut almond, raspberry, German chocolate, peanut butter, banana bread, mint brownie, salted caramel, double chocolate, orange, toffee almond, coconut, and peanut butter brownie. Right now, go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, for a chance to win a free cooler, and you definitely get 20% off with your next order. Once again, BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKEDON, for 20% off. All right, next piece of news here that is somewhat relevant, I guess you could say, to the Nationals, is that the Royals have signed Carlos Santana, the first baseman. I, I say that because uh, the Nationals at this point in time have not made any specific moves to get anyone yet. And first base is obviously going to be uh, a point of, not contention, but a point that they might have to address here. So Washington is in a bit of a holding pattern right now when it comes to that. But the Royals getting Carlos Santana, it's a two-year, $17.5 million deal, according to ESPN's Jeff Passan, with another $1 million available in incentives. The majority of the money will come in 2022. As the New York Post, Joel Sherman reports, $7 million in the front year of the deal. It is going to be 10.5 in the back year of the deal. Um, and then it's the 17.5 is is a match of what Santana would have earned in 2021 had the Indians exercised the club option. So now he's basically going to get it in uh, two years as opposed to one. The Royals' second notable free agent uh, contract in as many weeks following their two-year pact with Mike Minor worth $19 million. So Kansas City... Uh, gets $23.5 million coming off the books from Ian Kennedy, Alex Gordon, and Michael Franco. And also, too, you know, they've signed, in addition to those two guys, Michael A. Taylor. So they're making some free agency investments. Uh, you know, Kansas City now being more willing to spend some money trying to cultivate somewhat of a decent roster. And I like this move for them. A veteran guy that can bring in. They've brought in a couple veteran guys at this point in time to help round out their roster. Also, uh, another piece of news we had our Roberto Clemente Award winner. It was Adam Rain- Wainwright of the St. Louis Cardinals. So congratulations to him on winning that award. Um, you know, it's obviously a, a big... That, that award, as far as humanitarian awards go, that award seems to be the most important. People talk about that award a lot. Um, you know, it's, it's it seems to be a very... Uh, award that, that holds high esteem and high standing with so many people in and around baseball. So congratulations to Adam Wainwright on that. All right, so we're going to be winding down the episode today. And uh, I'm going to let you guys know, I know I haven't been great about posting them recently, but really, I mean, there's not a whole lot going on. Yes, there is some movement in the free agency market, but there's not enough to warrant, uh, you know, doing enough of these shows. We'll say this, Connor Jones and I are about to do our draft here. It's going to be coming up 
in the next week or so. Once again, the way it works is we're going to draft position players on one day, pitchers the next day. And the pool of players are going to be former Washington Nationals. So all players playing for the Washington Nationals, uh, the criteria is going to be at least one season, full season, with the Nats for you to be able to be drafted. So uh, we're basically going to create our two Nationals teams and then stack them up against each other. So that's going to be really fun. In addition to that, Connor and I are going to do our Nationals starting 11. And when I say starting 11, I do mean starting nine plus pitchers. You know what I mean? But starting 11 is usually the term that people use in soccer when they're like, you know, yeah, build your all-time 11. You know, It's kind of like in baseball, build your all-time starting five. We're going to build our all-time Nationals roster. So while Connor and I are going to be creating two teams full of you know the best Nationals, we're then going to come together and we're going to create one team at each position saying, hey, who is the best Nat at each one of these spots? And then we're going to create the team that way. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be something that you guys are going to enjoy a whole heck of a lot. Other things I want you guys to do. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Nationals. Send me messages. Let me know what you guys want to hear in the offseason as long as the Nationals aren't signing people. Uh, you know, we need to find some stuff to talk about. We want to answer your questions. Uh, you know, if you guys want to send mailbag questions, if you guys want to, you know, just hit us up and let you guys let us know what you like, what you don't like, we would love that. Also, follow me at Josh Neighbors underscore and find some of my other work. If you guys are college football fans, go check out my new podcast, Locked On Big 12. Follow us on Twitter at LO Big 12. It's a fun time. If you guys are in the college sports mode, which I know I am right now, go check that out. Go give that a listen. We really appreciate it. All right, that'll do it for today's show. We'll have another show coming out tomorrow and then on Friday. Until then, stay safe.